0: Today I have a repeat guest back for, I think, the third time, I think it might be, Felicia Bender. She is my go-to for numerology and uh, has become a friend. I love to chat with her. She is so much fun. And what I love about what she brings to numerology is how practical it is, how easy it is to understand. I mean, yes, there's complexities and nuances and things, but she really breaks it down in such a supportive way. And I just love talking with her. So I'm so happy to have her back. Welcome back, Felicia.
1: Oh, it's great to be back. Happy 2024. (laughs) Oh,
0: goodness. Yeah. So let's start. Well, first of all, you want to watch the prior, watch or listen to the prior episodes with Felicia to get a little more background and, um, On numerology and some fun conversations we've had, I will link those in the show notes. Uh, The very first time she was on, we talked a lot about life path and my life path being an 11 slash two and what that means and also some strong eights in my profile and what that means. Uh, And then the second time she was on was at the beginning of last year or leading into last year. We talked about kind of the global year, what that meant, my personal year, what that meant, And I know it's intrigued some of you because I've heard from some of you that started following Felicia and, you know, looked up some of your numbers and found it to be really fascinating. And I'll tell you, for any naysayers out there who think like, what the heck is this? Or this sounds a little woo-woo. I, you can't make this stuff up. Like the, it, the synchronicities, the serendipity, it's just pretty fascinating to me how much it lines up with how we feel kind of all across the globe, kind of what you see and what you feel and experience on a year-to-year basis, on a monthly basis, and what you see loved ones. And it, it it's just really interesting. If you're into astrology, this is another, you know, one of those ologies that is really can help you understand people and yourself more and validate and explain and can be super supportive. And if you're not into any of that stuff, well, just go along for the ride for us because it'll be a fun conversation. What do you think, Felicia?
1: I think I have to agree, of course. And the way I like to look at it or, or do, uh, just a metaphor or an explainer for me. I mean, numerology is a very ancient science and interpretive art, right? Comes from Pythagoras, um, you know, <laughs> Greek, Greek uh, mystic philosopher. He was really into ast- uh, astronomy and music and these sorts of things. And the interesting thing about numbers in this context is that it is data. So, I mean, the concept around numerology to me is that it exists very much like, um, I don't know, cell phone reception, (laughs) gravity, the cloud, like what is that stuff, right? And we don't really have to believe in it or even be schooled in it for it to be operational. And I think that's what you're referring to is what, you know, things happen. Life goes on. And then when you get these tools and you start investigating it and go, oh, my gosh, that explains it, that frames it, that gives me that gives me some meaning around that it's just a really Uh, it's really fun to begin to look and see what the code is bringing you, because it's there, it's operational, we're feeling it, and it's just a way that we're able to then uh, make use of it, right? So we can use it rather than it using us because we don't know what's going on.
0: Yes. So let's talk about kind of the code of the year globally. Let's kind of maybe start there. So this is 2024. Why don't you explain to people wh- what that brings us to numerology uh, wise for the global year?
1: So in numerology, we uh, we can measure and time different cycles that we are going through personally, and that also we are going through globally. So what you're referring to is the global energy called the universal year. So it's a very easy uh, number to to get to, to understand or to calculate. You simply take the year, in this case, 2024, and you add it together like one little fun, little arithmetic problem. (laughs) So two plus zero plus two plus four equals eight. So that uh, that indicates that 2024 holds a resonance of the number eight. So once you know the basic defining qualities of all the numbers, you can really start to apply it and plug it in. That's the fun part of of knowing even just a little bit of numerology. It can give you some of those resources. So the, the global energy, the universal year, I like to think about it as something again, it is the energy we are All immersed in every single person on the planet. All right. And so the way I like to put it into context is what's going on politically? Right? What are our what are our ongoing political issues that are a priority right now? And of course, we've got wars going on. We have uh elections that are going to be happening. We've got all kinds of things in the financial markets and uh uh, things like this going on. There's a lot of power. Dynamics that are really being uh, coming to the coming to the surface, or or be, um, needing to be dealt with differently, or or the power grabs to keep it the same, right? And to and to to do that. So if we look at that through the through the lens of numerology, the eight in numerology is the number of money. It's the number of abundance and uh, and prosperity. It is the number of power and empowerment. It's about control, respect, authority. It is about um, dominance and control. All of those elements and themes are wrapped up in this in this number. And it's funny because it's also, I like to really point out it is also the number of infinity, right? If we if we turn it on its side, it is it is the ever flowing, Um, stream of abundance. And the beauty of the eight um, is this lesson about what abundance is and that it is available to all of us. And to me, it's always asking us to really click into that higher level of, you know, the law of attraction and action, uh, that what we think about becomes our reality. (laughs) I mean, that's part of the part of the nature of the eight is that we've got to get our we got to clean it up right we got to get our thoughts straight we've got to uh, clarify it in that way and so when it shows up as a universal year those are issues that are going to be front and center All right. It's going to drip down to our personal lives, but our personal year for us is is a more intimate um, engagement with uh, with energy and uh, for the year for us personally. But none of us escape uh, the the dynamics of the eight that um, that is, you know, supporting us globally. So, you know, what could possibly go wrong (laughs) is what I always say Uh, is is that we are always when we're when we're looking at numerology as a tool as a as of looking at as reflection and as finding um i don't know meaning and and all that goes with it it's all of those themes that i mentioned before and then also we're always going to be dealing with the oppositional pull So if we think about those key words and then we look at what is overactive in those, you know, in terms of those, those key concepts and what is underactive. So in the overactive realm, this is a year for greed, avarice, domination, um, you know, uh, violence, um, that sort of aggression that can come with the eight. It's like, I want it and I want it all right it's that sort of a sort of um energy for lack of a better term and then what about the other the 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 underactive it's about victimization it's about not having it's about feeling it, it's about scarcity it is about not stepping up it's about being dem- you know not not doing your due diligence not doing what it takes to uh get from point a to point b wherever you want to be because the eight demands action and the eight demands that you decide what you want. And it's not going to come knock on your door. You've got to, you've got to ask for it. And then you have to actually do it. You've got to take the steps to, to make it happen. I always say that when the eight shows up, it is, uh, it is asking you to step up or get stepped on. <laughs> so that is kind of, it's intense. It's a very intense energy and it pushes you um, numerologically. Most numerologists would say that it is a testing number. So whenever it shows up, it's testing you. It's like, okay, you want it? What? How much do you want it? okay ha ha you know that sort of thing it's the teacher you love to hate uh because they're really really pushing you pushing you pushing you and then at the end they're like man i'm so proud of you i know if i it was tough love you know if i were really easy on you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gotten there right and yet since i since i pushed you 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 surpassed all those expectations same sort of idea same sort of energy um and it's about ethics it's about high in, in integrity, ethical behavior, and so those things will also be tested during this time.
0: And I know the eight really well <laughs> because, yeah. uh, as you know, because you've run my numbers and educated me on this. Um, Felicia's super fun to do private sessions with, by the way. So just throwing that out there. She does some really cool we'll talk more about what what you have to offer some really cool group stuff and then some privates as well so i've gotten to understand myself more and i have these eights in really dominant places in my chart and you actually you know told me i basically am walking and operating almost as if as an eight so when anybody talks about eight to kind of perk up and really listen and when you talk about eight even if it's not in the category of life that I would apply it to my life. I should listen and continue to learn because it's almost like, it's just like the way I'm working this way. I'm working my, my whole life, not just work. Yeah.
1: It's your OS, it's your operating system, baby. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, I, yeah, that's a great summary. And so, so, I'm not in an eight personal year, but with this global year, I told you right before we jumped on the call, I wanted to talk about my intro into this year was deep, intense, quick, powerful. It was, it was like I, it was like new year's Eve, which was an interesting number of the 1231 23, which you may or may not know about everyone listening. Um, if you write that out, it's one two three one two three. It has this whole own meaning. I didn't even realize it, but on that day, I had a com- very powerful conversation that I needed to have. I was in the right frame of mind to have it. It was an uncomfortable conversation, something that um, I was, you know, not not looking forward to, and needed to take care of. Something pulled me to to do it that day, and then I went into the year. So that was the day prior. And then the first few days, it was some other things just happened. And I, I made some big decisions that I'd been, they'd kind of been in the background, some things that were coming to a head that I needed to finally face, you know, kind of a few situations of the phrase, you know, blank or get off the pot kind of phrase <laughs> comes to mind. So yeah. a few a few things in my life that I decided and I just was ready to take action on. And it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Not in a forceful way. It was this, it was just, but it was intense and and fast. It literally felt like I had practiced diving so much and I'm not a swimmer, but this analogy, this visual comes to mind. It was like I dove into the deep end, but like with so much preparation that it was, I had this awesome entry into the water and it was this awesome dive. But it was powerful and it went deep, fast, and that's what it felt like to me. So uh, whatever you can say about that, because I went from a five to a six year and I did not, I had a sense that the eight global year would have some influence and, and I would, it was, I was curious about it, but I did not expect the entry that I've had this, this first month
1: hmm It's interesting because, again, you double up on that energy, which is also I want to bring up uh, the divine feminine, the eight.
0: Mm.
1: And in its, it is a very, it's again, it's a power number and empowerment, but in its highest expression, in my opinion, it is that beautiful flow of, 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 of the feminine, um, cre- you know, creation uh, for lack of a better term. I mean, we could go on and on about it, but that, and, and the, to, to sidebar, uh, the one, two, three, one, two, three was something that we won't see again for a very long time. And it was numerologically speaking, quite a power and empowered day. Um, uh, we, again, the repeating numbers are always kind of, uh, rather offering a portal of supportive energy um for certain things so you were feeling it weren't you and i would say that because also for those of you out there who uh, may or may not know about numerology i mean cheris is a a master number 11 and they are the you know they are channels (laughs) you feel you feel all of these things very very uh deeply and intensely uh sometimes to the point where you don't even know what why when where how right and yet Mm -hmm. there it is so you're feeling it very much so um that as we were discussing again before we came on this call often when you have in your core numbers because in numerology like if you say for instance in in astrology you know your sun sign even people who don't believe in astrology at all right they know that they're a Sagittarius or a, you know, Virgo or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And so in, um, and yet with astrology, it goes so much deeper. If you do an entire chart, it, you know, you can really, really dig deeply and get into some really incredible nuances. The same thing with, uh, numerology to know your life path is like knowing your sun sign. And, uh, the reason I bring this up is because you, there are other, uh, there are other numbers that are key elements that i i would say or any numerologist would say there are core numbers your life path your expression your soul urge your birthday the day you were born of course has importance every number has importance but um in this context so with you with that double eight already you are the the gloriousness of it is and you and i were talking a little bit about this i like to talk about it this way so I just had a conversation just yesterday, honest to goodness, uh, with a student of mine who has is a five life path and yet she has double nines in her chart. Like you're an 11 life path and you have double eights and she has just left her nine personal year, which in numerology is usually a very transitional transformational time. It can be very emotional. It is where things complete, where things exit, where often it feels very emotional, you know, big things happen. In your life and she was saying is there something wrong with me because i just didn't experience that and it didn't feel that way to me and i said well remind me i said right you you've got two nines in your chart and she's like yeah and i'm like well that's because you you're used to it This is like this is your life. (laughs) So the fact that that you you showed up, I said, it it when you're in your game, right? When you're doing your work, your spiritual work and all of those things that we're we're doing with you know podcasts like this it's personal growth it's spiritual growth however you would like to to define that and she's working on it so she's like I I didn't feel it and I said it's it's very much like and you and I were talking about it's very much like using the metaphor of let's say you're a person and you have gone you you're an exercise fit you're a health nut you know not a nut but maybe you, you like to be healthy and you go to the gym five times a week and you you look forward to it you love it you know the endorphins everything you you know you love doing this it makes you feel good you're invigorated after it so you go to the gym as your sanctuary and as your necessity as something that you prioritize well somebody else it, they they would rather i don't know they'd rather go to the mcdonald's drive-through definitely <laughs> than then walk through the gym the gym doors right so the thought of walking into the gym or even working out is enough to make them absolutely drop to their knees it's the same sort of concept so with you you're already used to this butt kicking energy of the eight it has been a fabric of your life and it actually invigorates you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where other people it demolishes them So it is simply, and so now that you've got the double eights and you are in an eight universal year, I would say it is a Petri dish for success because, and for you to grab that energy and infuse it into your business projects, your creative projects, and anything that you are working with with personal empowerment right Mm -hmm. and that i think would key in also to your sixth personal year i'm always kind of getting that bird's eye view and seeing where we can you know where we can make things uh connect the dots i suppose the sixth personal year which is more immediate that energy that you're feeling personally uh, rather than that global energy is about home and family it's about responsibility it's also a fantastic year for business expansion and success with your visionary pursuits, with your creativity and with anything service related, right? And to you, the service related would, I think with double eights be within the financial industry in, mm-hmm. in whatever way you would like to, you know, you, you want to put your energy into that.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting because a lot of my clients are coming from the financial industry, either referrals or uh so business owners that work with financial advisors and the advisors are referring to me or some of the advisors themselves but a lot of my privates now are connected in that world and that happened at the end at the second half of last year more where that the scales went in heavy into that world and into this realm and I'm, att- I'm attending a few financial services conferences this year too so really fascinating i hadn't even yes. I hadn't connected that in yet Mm -hmm. that that connect that very interesting wow yeah not surprising
1: yeah not at all and it's again i love that's what i love about any you know these modalities and of course i i'm partial to numerology it's what i is what has really attracted me because it's um i mean it's like you said you just can't make it up and the beauty of it is you can really understand what i have found with with clients and with myself is that oftentimes the opportunities we don't trust them or you know um during that personal year or whatever so if you know that the opportunities in front of you are x y and z what's being supported right now is this it really gives you permission you know gives you carte blanche to go to go in to really you know to really go all into that where maybe without knowing that you'd go i don't know i mean then you know you make whatever excuses or or do the same thing the same old same old and it really uh is a powerful tool because we feel it Mm -hmm. and then when we can put something could put some uh language around it and then connect that with the feeling that's a it's a it's really an
0: empowering thing you know the when i'm sure you all listening think about when you walk into a room of people and versus another room of people versus another room of people or a certain office a certain medical office or a certain thing where there there's just a certain vibe like you just walk in and there's immediately this vibe it's either <clears throat> super fun or it's uh super like, wow, something heavy's going on here or yeah. super uncomfortable or just thick, almost like the air is thick. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this, that sixth sense that, uh, and science has actually proven, I think it was just last year, officially has said, yes, there is a sixth sense. Um, but there is that thing we pick up on. Th- this is part of that this is connected with that. This is another way to think about that. And, um, just, I, I just, that is coming to mind for me. I wanted to share with people cause it might be a such, situ- you know, something that can is relatable as an example of when you feel the vibe. So when you, when you, if you decide to start following numerology, if you haven't been and you start following Felicia, for instance, and go to her site and look up your life path, see what year you're in personally, all these things, um, it is, it'll, it'll help you kind of know the vibe. Like you said, do you describe, is it your personal year where it's the theme to the party? Is that how you describe it?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it really is the theme to your party. And this is what, you know, emanates, you know, it really is an energetic imprint. And, um, and it's that it's the energy that is guiding us and supporting us and offering us specific challenges during during
0: specific times so like me looking at this so I'm in a six now which has to do with my month my day and the current year nine plus seven plus the current year 2024 in the adding all the numbers up and yes that's six last year uh was a five and you know a short side story on that I don't remember where there's any fives in my chart. I feel like there's something in a challenge or a karma or something that, and and I hesitate to say karma too, because I know that has certain connotations and I don't want to alarm anybody. It's different in numerology than you may think, but I, it was a butt kicker for me emotionally. Yeah. I'm going to just be right. I'm, it was a butt kicker, like six to eight months of kicking my butt uh i i went in thank god i you i i had followed you and you had basically said if you're going into a five this is gonna be and in a global seven universal year this is you know definitely gonna be a year for serious fear fear facing moments and i mean i would summarize it faced a lot of fears stuff came up for me a lot of anxieties and then also, I, I found myself taking on the fears and anxieties of people around me. And it was mm-hmm. just a lot to sift through and yeah. then get back to a center, like clean myself off, a climb out of what it felt like just stuck in some sort of quicksand that was like pulling me down and just like jump up to the shoreline and find my personal power again and find some peace and just like, and, and I, it it was around my birthday, around September. Always, birthday to end of year has typically been a big shift of change for me, historically speaking, and I never really understood that in real... I didn't know numerology until the last few years with you, but there's reasons for that and how it falls, and there's also an extra double whammy in there with my birthday being at the beginning of September. So now that I understand so much more of what's going on, what has gone on with me, so I know what to prepare for. so thank goodness you had basically warned me, and here I am. I'm a certified, fearless living coach, like I literally coach people in connection with emotional under the surface fears as they're sorting through life transitions and different things in their life and seeking more fulfillment and I am facing stuff coming up left and right and having to do my own work in a whole new way. It was, yeah, it was heavy. I'm going to, it was, it was a he- the, the first six to eight months. And then things, it was like the, it was like the big cloak, like got lifted off of me and then things freed up and stuff started flowing and I felt freer. And that's how I wrapped up my year and then stepped into this eight, like, Thank goodness. <laughs> this feels so much better. This global Good age. Riddance.
1: Good riddance <laughs> to bad rubbish, I say. So yes. Uh, it's it's fascinating because you're you're you must be energetically overhearing uh, so many conversations that I've actually been having more recently. And mm. one of those conversations has been about the personal years and exactly what you're saying and i'll get and i'll frame this for those listening so you'll say well i don't even know what you're talking about numerology what is the five what what what's why is this even important the five personal year in numerology is the midpoint of a nine-year cycle and the five in numerology is um, fun, fearlessness, adventure. It's very sensuous and sensual. Usually, the five personal year is a time where, you know, often you, um, uh, you know, if you're single and ready to mingle, <laughs> it's a time where you, you know, people start, it's almost like you're wearing pheromones, you know, people start flocking to you. Like, what is going on here? Um, and it can be also about travel. Um, these very, very, fast moving um, energies and it it can bring on some excesses. It can bring on overwhelm. It can bring on uh, problems with focus uh, as well. And it can it can really bring up areas where you feel a lack of freedom right, where you feel maybe contained or restricted or smothered. So it's going to dredge up all of this stuff. But overall, it is a year of some rather um, dramatic changes usually. And what you are referring to also is that uh, September is a peak month for everyone in terms of the energies of their specific personal year. And then the, you know, then you're kind of Um, I don't know, moving in slowly in the next three months into the energy that your next that your next year is bringing uh, to the table. So for you, what I would say is also the, the eight of which you have double is all business. There's no BS. With the, with the, there's no time, there's no energy that, you know, it's like, uh uh-uh, we've, we've got, we're, you know, we've got our business plan, we've got accomplishment, we got things on, we got our list, you know, all of that. It's that management, CEO, get serious, get down to it. And there's no frivolousness. That goes with the eight the 11 is that channel and you also have a seven birthday which is very analytical and very spiritually minded as well my point being is that you then you stumble upon a year where you're being asked to go out to a you know metaphorically speaking go clubbing <laughs> and you're like i i don't wanna you're like i don't want to i i have never gone clubbing i don't want to go clubbing i know i i I can't stand it. And so you're being, you're being asked to, you know, it's like, sorry, you gotta, you gotta make your way through the clubbing for an entire year. And you're like, holy cow, I would rather slip my wrist than do this. And that's how it feels, right? Anybody else is like, yeah, you know, party you are they're, they're doing it if they have those energies in their chart a five a three other people like that they're like man this is my nomenclature this is my world this is where i thrive this is what i understand um uh, on on the other end of the you know spectrum you with those double eights a four is usually like oh oh no no oh no no i've got a I want to be in bed by 10. I want my routine. I want my clarity. I want my security. I don't want anything uncertain. I don't want anything to change. And that's what and that's what the year is for. And so those with those energies, that is the worst year of their life. You know? Or the or one of the most challenging times. Yeah. So you you have to look at it in terms of there's no good or bad, but you know, thinking makes it so as Shakespeare might say. <laughs> so that could be our quote for the end of the <laughs> but, and yet and yet so it's it's fun to look at it that way though, because a lot of people who will read the numerology and go, "Oh well that didn't that didn't show up for me that way, and it's like, "Oh, well, we can talk about why, you know why it didn't, and how powerful that is to understand.
0: Yeah, it, it and for people who know me well and I know my dad listens to all of these and so and he's watching this and or will be watching the replay and he's gonna be laughing when you described and went on the tangent of you know what I would be like what I am because it, it's completely that is so very much me and can I have fun and loosen up yes I've married a th- Don is a three he's very gregarious he he lightens me up, he makes sure that I watch the sunset and we have fun, and I do love to travel. It was not a travel year for me, uh the way it worked out, but it it was um yeah it it did feel it did feel completely counter to me, and therefore, for six plus months, I had very low energy. And was like, just like slogging, like there was no desire to do any adventurous type of things that I thought I might have a little boost from that energy from because I think you just painted the picture because it was so counter to me. So my system is like, whoa, it's more chaotic. Yeah, it
1: feels like this chaotic energy. And some people thrive in that more chaotic energy. And some people it's so depleting. Right. Yes. To even be yeah. be In that atmosphere isn't it? it just makes you hemorrhage energy, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. There was a moment I remember in June where I did a call with with one of my support um people I call on occasionally to do a session. And I, you know, she's like, you gotta like you gotta like clean clean off your whatever's going on with you. You're like heavy and it's just like <laughs> You're like, help me out here,
1: please. <laughs> and I was like,
0: yes, yes, I feel that way. I need to, I, this is, I feel like I'm just like weighed down with stuff and I can't explain it. it there was no yeah. rational, it was just this energetic. I just wanted to like shake it all off and it took me months to get there. So mm-hmm. fascinating. So now I'm entering that six inside of the eight global. And it, um, so far, is feeling pretty amazing because I've been able to. Uh, it's like, I know an eight, the eight is very much, like you said, there's a lot of power in there and and everything else. And I think I've uh, struggled with that for sure Mm
1: -hmm. in my life
0: in different ways. And what I felt so far this year that I'm excited about is that I was able to find personal power inside a place of peace. And that has been really challenging for me over the years, they to find how they can coexist. Yeah. So finding that together where my system was at peace, as I was able to be calm and present and have certain conversations and make certain decisions and make a change here and do this and do that. And but inside feel very peaceful it was really, well, it was a testament to, uh, you know, how much work I've done on this for myself and for sure. And learning how to work within these energies over time uh, that it just felt really good to really see that come to fruition and experience that, so I'm excited about the year, especially excited because of how it started out of the gates with just that. Able to be in that zone and have those things coexist was, um, I don't know, I felt it in a new, a newer way. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what's interesting about you talking about finding peace within that? I think the the highest level of accomplishment, honestly for the eight of which you have double (laughs) is getting to a place in a position in your life where you no longer truly madly and deeply feel that you have to prove yourself or prove anything to anyone. And that's a big one with your 11. Also, I would think is that you know, the eleven is is you know ostensibly at the is, in the early stages, particularly very reliant on other people's approval, opinions, acknowledgement, and that sort of thing, to the point of kind of losing themselves mm-hmm. within that. And when you when you you know go through this pathway of of, of development um and when you're really mastering these the optimal uh what you're what you're here to learn your pathway here because this is all a school as we all know for all of us and we're we're simply learning how to uh how to be what we checked in to do and because because that's what we're here to do. It's going to be the hardest thing for us to do. And we're going to have some more, some more distinctive challenges within those particular themes. Right. And um, it's that funny thing, for instance, of um, even though the eight, I'll use this as a, for instance, is, is called the money number, right. And uh, all of that in numerology, people with eights usually struggle with it. And wh- they usually have big money, uh, like love-hate relationship with money. Definitely with power, with other other elements uh, and aspects to that. With authority, with taking charge of themselves, taking themselves uh, seriously enough, but not too seriously. Um, being on the upside of being able to, uh, you know, stand 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 up and stand strong and focus on making their way in this material world. And so it's really, um, it's really a powerful thing when you can see the nuances and the big steps that you've been able to, to take. And it's, it's, um, and it doesn't just happen organically. I mean, you have to really have that desire um, to, to be the best you, you know, and, um, and to learn as you go. So I I just, I would say also that the thing I find interesting with this eight universal year, and as you move into the six, I would think there's going to be a lot of emphasis and infusion on um, empowering yourself within your relationship life. Mm-hmm. And that'll be, that'll be, of course, with husband, with family, with colleagues, with all of that. And yet I've got to say, not to be too corny about it, but I don't think you're going to think it. it is. It's more about... Um, after this five year, this big catalytic year of transition and all that you went through, you really are at a different place and stage, I mean, in a more significant way. So part of the fabric of the six personal year, particularly for you with the eights, you know, with the umbrella of the eight is going to be about empowering yourself within your relationship life with others, but mostly with it, with you, with, within yourself and actually looking at and redefining who you are now. And often it has to do with how well do I take care of myself? How well, you know, what is my internal dialogue, right? I mean, am I? do I talk to myself like I would talk to anyone I loved? Usually not, <laughs> right? I mean, usually we're really hard on ourselves. And yet what I'm saying is these are things that are going to come up as points of development. And because of that, you will have experiences that, you know, that, that catalyze those, those um, thoughts, feelings, actions, and everything else. So it's about self-care. It's about um, redefining who you are overall. And, um, and balancing your sense of responsibility. You were even saying last year you were feeling because of your intuitive nature, kind of the the overlay of everybody else's anxieties and worries and everything else. This is gonna be a year where you're gonna be asked to please learn how to protect yourself Mm -hmm. um, from that. And sometimes it can come with, you know, having a, a little health glitch not a serious one, but something that kind of forces you to step back, right? And to to take care of yourself, to be in your body in a way that maybe um, you have a propensity not to be, right? And so um, those are things that definitely can happen. But again, the sixth personal year can be a beautiful time for feeling warm and fuzzy, for feeling, you know, all of the 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 wonderful aspects of the home that you've built, you know this this the the way you feel nested and nurtured uh, um, with with your relationships. And if there's anything that needs to be tweaked, then it, it's tweaked. I always say that the sixth personal year is is the question to be asked is how do I love, and how do I want to be loved. And then there's also a part of it that is um, should I stay or should I go. Or should it stay or should it go? So there's this interesting element of, of, you know, up leveling your relationship skills, your, your EQ, your emotional intelligence, all that goes with that. So it's a very, very rich, um, year.
0: All of that really resonates with me. Uh, fortunately I did see that I wrapped up my last year, not as porous to other people's stuff. I I was able to separate myself better and Fantastic. figure something out there that it just, it's just something clicked and I'm, I was able to do that. And that was uh, a huge relief. And then, um, and then, yes, it's been just in this first month, uh, as we're recording this at the end of January, I know it'll be dropping in February, but this first month, I I made the decision to yes let go of of uh once support that I had in um professionally, and I made the decision to uh, leave a couple different networking groups and some different things like that too. That it just was it completely resonated with things you said about kind of that tug of war too with not wanting to hurt anyone and how is this going to be perceived but then just something this month I was finally like yeah this is not quite for me and I need to let some of these things go to make space for the new and I don't need to just fill them up immediately and suddenly sign up for a new group it's Mm -hmm. it's just about like floating in that space, floating in the pool for a moment, I guess, too. You know, I dove in, and there's moments where I can, it's okay to float here for a little bit. You don't have to just get back out and keep diving in. And uh, it's really felt fantastic. Uh, So, and then just, so, okay. So people who know me really well will know this, but most people do not know this. I historically take at least until now to take down Christmas. (laughs) So I literally just this last weekend of January got the Christmas down. And part of that is something about that intensity that I tend to experience the end of the year and the beginning of the year. And the shift for me is such that is just the lowest priority. Plus we enjoy it. But then there comes a time where the vibe is like, okay, it's past; It needs to go and be put to sleep for a little bit and mm-hmm. be brought back out because but then we bring it out around my husband's birthday early mid-November because that's his favorite thing it's like yeah can we do this early we have another friend that does that too so mm-hmm. I have Christmas up for a couple months but I just got that put away because I do three trees so it's a lot of lot super fun beautiful absolutely love it and then rearranged some things, found myself puttering this morning, rearranging some things, just, and I, I started to have the little voice of like, you should be going to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, no, I am puttering right now. I am purposefully puttering. This is good for my soul right now. It's fine. It's more than fine. It's perfect. And I even, um, the podcast, if you noticed in January, there was three or four weeks where I did from the archives episodes. I've never done that before. I did that because I needed to take care of myself and my time. And I wanted to put something up. And I follow plenty of shows that do that periodically. And so I thought, well, that's what I'll do. And Mm -hmm. I gave myself that grace and was like, you know, it's okay. A few, you know, a few years ago, Cheris, 5 years ago, Cheris would have been probably powered through and you know, really charged to not have that happen. I was like, nope, that's burning what I'm the midnight doing. oil. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. No, I'm like, nope, not doing it. Still working out uh in the week, uh still doing my weekend workouts, still doing my You know, some occasional massages, doing these things, not going to belabor this to make sure there's brand new episodes. The people will, everyone will survive. And if they really enjoy me, then they're going to stick around because this is what I can do this month. This is what I can do with my new team member. This is, and this is the way it is. So just to see those evolutions, a lot of that was sparked as you were talking. And it's really, it's really cool. I so invite all of you listening to go check out your numbers with Felicia at her website. We'll have the link in the comments, Felicia Bender. uh, And be able to – it's just so interesting. And the more you hear, the more you hear about the different numbers. And and Felicia does occasional webinars where she'll really go into the – the global year, certain things happening. It's really supportive. And then you start absorbing this information. I personally have found it so much easier to learn and retain than astrology. Like I know my sun sign is a Virgo. I can't seem to remember anything else. I love the person I follow. I love following Carrie Samuels, who I know is a, is a, friend of yours yes, she's so fabulous and colleague.
1: isn't she great she's I fabulous so yes. I rely
0: on her but for some reason I can't it doesn't stick yeah but the numerology sticks but it also goes to I think my you know childhood love of numbers too maybe yeah. and, and the eight yes. in me and the <laughs> Exactly. Nice.
1: Exactly. And I always say I love, uh, I mean, I love astrology and I, I, I'm i learning more and yet I will continue to say that I know just enough to be dangerous. Yeah. So uh,
0: yeah. 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 The numerology, if you've had trouble uh, absorbing and retaining astrology, let me just tell you, numerology, at least in my experience, has been so much simpler so mm-hmm. much simpler and once you get the energies of these core i mean it's just a hand it's 10 uh, well mainly 1 through 9 and then a little extra boost with the 11 but basically 1 through 9 and you get to know their energies and then you can apply that overall there's nuances and things but it it it's really cool it's really yeah. cool it's really fun it's really supportive and it it's I just, I so invite you to follow Felicia. And so Felicia, tell us more about, um, how people can find you, what you're doing these days, what you're offering to people, you know, all that fun stuff. All that stuff.
1: Um, my website is FeliciaBender.com and you can go there for all things, uh, all things numerology that I do. And, I do offer um, a free monthly forecast every month. You could read your forecast based on your personal year. There's a personal year calculator there. There's a life path calculator. So if you just are like, yeah, I want to know what my life path is, you can go there. You can calculate it. And then there's video. There's, uh, you know, other things about your life path. So you can begin to, I don't know, get your bearings around what that is and then i and then i offer uh, all kinds of online online classes a certification program if you really want to dive right in i mean <laughs> i'll teach you i'll teach you all i know uh, about that i do a numerology for entrepreneurs so um and a lot of books uh as well and what i do love about about numerology is that um i i don't know i mean maybe you could say this about many things and yet i have found it to be one of those things that you can read about it you could really do it and then you can put the book on the shelf you know and then you can kind of take it back out it's it's this it's this wonderful reference that you don't have to live and breathe it um for it to really be uh useful and for you to you know pick up the book again read it and and really Make it uh, into something very pragmatic, practical, and actionable. That's what I love about it: is that it really offers you some wonderful ways to take action to um, to be more in alignment with what you're here to do. Because, in my opinion, when we're off, when you know, when when we're off path, it's supposed to feel bad, you know. I mean, it's just our, our hint that, Hey, you know, Hey, Hey, wait, you got, you got a, you got a little, you got a little lost over there. Come on back, come on back. And if you know how to come on back, it, it just, it feels so much better. So, um, but, but you can find out anything about numerology at FeliciaBender.com.
0: Yeah. And she has a beautiful new website that you launched last year too. I love it. Really great. Uh, so speaking of actions, so for people, they got to hear a lot about some of my numbers and a lot about the eight because it's so much in my chart plus the global year. So what would be like your final words of wisdom or guidance, um, on this global year of this eight and how to move through it? Like anything for what, what would you say to everyone? I would
1: say that the global year is, uh, you know, we we talked about that quite a bit, as you Mm -hmm. reference, Um, and it is in many ways more more like you're observing. I mean, unless you're in politics, unless you're in the military, I mean, we're all we're all working with it and dealing with it and some more directly than others. But what I would say overarchingly is it's more about looking at the news and what's going on and feeling the effects of that. We all feel the effects of the, you know, emotionally and sometimes in all kinds of ways about that. But that's that's what the universal year is. It's a little bit more arm's length to me. And so what I would say is that then if you really are tweaked and intrigued, I would really learn what your personal year is and then um, look and see and look and see what your personal year is bringing to you, because then you can begin to see. I don't know it's kind of like an ingredients for cake or cookies you know you, (laughs) you get one cup of this here and one cup of that there and then you know a stick of butter and you and then it makes something totally different well that's how it's going to influence and impact each of us individually so when you know um that brush stroke of the eight that's really wonderful to know that it's going to be an intense year even the astrology of the year is supporting that we're you know we've just shifted over uh pluto pluto has been in in uh capricorn uh for quite some time we're moving into aquarius and so we're we can also begin to um understand why we are feeling so um what so that like the like this is a real big deal this is a very big transition that we are all working with uh globally and i would also say that my final word on this is that numerologically the eight universal year is the beginning of a three-year significant transition cycle for us globally um so this is the year globally for power, where power is going to be uh, at the centerpiece of all of this. Next year, there's going to be some <laughs> there's going to be some drama. I mean, there is going to be a lot of things that are going to be uh, dissolving, uh, things that are going to be exiting, and then the year after that is a global reset. So, um, so those are really impactful things to know, so that you know how to pace yourself. And you know that you're, you know, you're kind of in it to win it and there's not going to be the same old, same old. It's going to be, we are, we are into a new phase and a new era. And so if we can really, um, if we can embrace that rather than resist it, it's Mm -hmm. going to, it's going to serve every single one of us.
0: Yeah. There's a whole way in. Uh, fearless living we talk about um you know are you seeing the world for you or against you mm-hmm. so that whole perspective of like you can look at these things and for instance and in the nine year coming up the the power struggles we may see this year the uh endings of things some certain things we may see next year you can look at some of it And on the surface or at a glance, be like, oh, and think it's all against you and all against us and all against everything. And you can also take some deep breaths, you know, kind of change the filtering system, how you're looking at them. I'm holding up my glasses just to make a point here, you know, like change the, you know, how you're viewing it and to be like, what if, what if this is to serve me and to serve the greater good? What if? Like, it may seem not, but what if you could zoom out and fast forward a few years and see that it actually was really an awesome puzzle piece that you know or a, a domino that needed to fall before the next domino could fall that led to this beautiful result um, of change. So I I choose and I choose that word choose purposefully. Mm. I choose to look, At things and find how it could possibly be for the bigger good. And find the excitement
1: in it. Yes. And find the opportunities and find the curiosity. You know, um, I think that is a very a vital aspect. And to me, it's it's like thinking that, I don't know, maybe it's silly. I often will use this as a, as a metaphor for the nine personal year, but I would say it overall for where we are. It's like we've all, you know, the world's been in college for four years and we're getting ready to graduate. And it would be really, really weird if we if if you stayed in school, you know, if right. you didn't graduate, if you <laughs> flunked and had to, you know, whatever. So and it is it's that bittersweetness. It's that you have created this world in the four years of college that, you know, that you, you've got your friends, you got where you go. You got your part time job, you're studying your everything else. But as soon as you walk across that stage and, and get that diploma, everyone's dispersing. There are different, you know, and it's not healthy not to. Right, right. And so I think we're at that place where we're looking and yet we're in a liminal space where we're asked to let things dissolve and to, you know, and and watch it (laughs) disintegrate without panicking and without having to have something else to fill its place immediately and so it's again allowing the recalibration to happen organically and as we all know it's all in time i mean every single one of us i don't know if you believe in any whatever you believe in in the world i think most people will say that um you know they've had times in their life when it's been about timing Mm -hmm. i mean across the board Um, it's the, it was the timing was positive or the timing wasn't it, or the timing was this or that. So we have to also take those things into consideration as we go.
0: So transitions and interesting that that is a focus of a lot of my clients that I'm helping right now too, is transitions inside this bigger transition that is happening and this eight nine nine, and that is uh, happening globally. So I love this. I always love talking to with you, Felicia. So fun to see you. And I um, look forward to having you back and seeing what this year, ha- you know, brought us. And as we enter into our nine year next year, but, um, and I'll be entering into a seven. So that'll be interesting as well. Ooh, yeah, that combination. Hmm. Okay, well, we're not going to think about that right now. (laughs) I've got enough going on with all my eights. So (laughs) thank you, everyone. Thank you, Felicia. Please go check her out. She's so much fun, so much helpful information. It's just really grounding and supportive. So I highly encourage you to follow Felicia, get to know your numbers a bit, and just have fun with it, you know? Have fun with it. Okay, see you later. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is CherishYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city Paris, but with a ch. Special thanks to my dear friend Paul Seulges, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then-boyfriend, now-husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.